Christian McCaffrey is hurt. Nick is on a plane to Cincinnati to watch Trevor Lawrence throw interceptions to the Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night football. Our pets' heads are falling off! Okay, just calm down. I am your host, Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Nater8530 and our league at Taco Court Pod as well. Both of those are linked down in the show notes for you. Let's get into what was, what is, and what will be. I don't know what you want to say out of week three in the NFL season. Survivor pool update as stated in last week's recap. We had seven of 12 managers join this year's survivor pool since week one. Only two teams remain. Those two teams are the Milford Academy owned by Terrence Dunn and yours truly the Vinegar Strokes. I selected the Titans this week while Terrence selected the Ravens and was saved by a Justin Tucker 66 yard field goal off the crossbar as time expired and time expired and they shouldn't even got the kickoff. It should have been a 71 yarder with the frickin' delay of game penalty either way both of us came out of week three alive with terrence having already used the rams packers and ravens while i've burned through the broncos browns and titans into the week three recap we got matchup number one eskimo brothers traveling to cops lives matter eskimo brothers with the packers quarterback 23 derrick henry 21 leonard fournette 6 calvin ridley 14 Allen robinson 4 emmanuel sanders 26 jared cook 4 mike Gesicki 18 james white with less than a point while Cop Size Matter got 29 out of the Chiefs quarterback, 20 out of Kamara, James Robinson, 25, DJ Moore, 22, Cortland Sutton, 8, Sterling Shepard, 3, Kyle Pitts, 5, Damian Harris, 3, Devin Singletary, 3, Cop Size Matter survives, upset alert, 122 to 119, moving them to 2-1 and one, and the Eskimo brothers down to 0-3. Matchup number two, we got Boner Jams 03 headed to the pocket dogs. Boner Jams 03 gets 25 out of the Eagles quarterback. Aaron Jones 17, Najee Harris 18, Bob Wood 16, Chris Godwin 15, Devonta Smith 12, Tyler Higby 11, Kareem Hunt 11, Marvin Jones 15, while pocket dogs had the Bills quarterback for 49 points. Sonny Michelle 11, Peyton Barber 25, Devonta Adams 33, Keenan Allen 19, Chase Claypool 18, Mark Andrews 18, Michael Pittman 13, and Rondell Moore for two and a half half points pocket dogs take this one moving them to two and one dropping the boner jams 03 to 0 and 3 189 66 to 161 24 fun note that came out of this one pocket dog sends me a message monday night showing me their smack talk board their private smack talk board within the espn app and it read welcome to taco court bitch who runs worse than matt Matchup number three, we got Password is Taco headed to I Shave My Balls for this. Password is Taco with a Bucks quarterback for 31, Zeke 26, DeAndre Swift 23, DK Metcalf 24, Kenny Galladay 10, Henry Ruggs 12, Kittle 13, Melvin Gordon 11, Cole Beasley for 10. While I Shave My Balls for this, got the Rams quarterback to give them 41 and a half points. Jonathan Taylor 8, Miles Sanders 8, Tyreek Hill 9, Amari Cooper 5, LaVisca Chanel 8, Logan Thomas 12, Miles Gaskin 10, and Smokey Brown in his three massive drops for eight password is taco runs away with this one 182.68 to 113.22 moving them to two and one dropping i shave my balls for this and they're 210 points in week one following up with 75 and 113 to drop themselves down to one and two matchup number four we have three penis wine traveling to the murder boners three penis wine with the seahawks quarterback 27 joe mixon 17 naheem hines 10 brandon cooks 14 quintess cephas 11 darius slayton 11 robbie tanya 9 justin jefferson 16 and Alexander Madison with 17 points while the murder boners had the Vikings quarterback for 33 Saquon Barkley 21 CEH 18 AJ Brown less than a point he gone Adam Thielen 17 Julio Jones 7 Noah Fant 3 Chase Edmonds 14 
and KJ Osborne, four and a half points. Their motor boners drop to 0 and 3 as three penis wine goes 3 and 0, 129 to 121. Matchup number five, Tony Patriot traveling to the Milford Academy. Tony Patriot with the Ravens quarterback, 21 points. Austin Eckler, 22. Trey Sermon, 11. D Hop, 5. Terry McLaurin, 10. Tyler Lockett, 7. Hawkinson, 3. DJ Chark, 13. And Jacoby Myers, 18 points. While the Milford Academy got 26 out of Dak and the Cowboys quarterback position. Nick Chubb, 4. 8. Chris Carson, 16. Stephon Diggs, 12. Mike Evans, 20. Juju, 5.5. Wrong, 9.5. Jamar Chase, 22. And Kenyon Drake, or 9. The Milford Academy takes this one down, moving them to 2 and 1, 129 to 113 over Tony Patriot, giving them their first loss of the season, 2 and 1. And for the marquee matchup of the week, we had Too Hot to Handle traveling to yours truly, the Vinegar Strokes, Too Hot to Handle with the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, 30, Antonio Gibson, 15, David Montgomery, 15, Cooper Cup, 19, Debo Samuel, 15, Nelson Aguilar, 9, Travis Kelsey, 18 and a half, Rojo, 6 and a half, AJ Green with 9, while the Vinegar Strokes suffered the most massive injury out of all of fantasy football this week they had the chargers quarterback with 39 and then cmc with a good six points in ppr pulled up on a hammy tyson williams 2.2 robbie anderson 1.8 tyler boyd 13 mike williams 35 darren waller 10 cd lamb with nine and a half and mike davis with 11 points too hot to handle pulls this one out hand in the vinegar strokes their first loss of the season 130.64 to 128.54 lock of the week recap tony and i came into week three each having gone two and oh so far with our locks of the week this week i chose cops lives matter to cash in on their bye week as they were playing the eskimo brothers and we nearly lost that bet right there and tony went with three penis wine against the murder boners and he almost lost that bet right there moving us both to a perfect 3-0 record on the season reminder folks to purchase our locks of the week package be sure to hit that subscribe button on all your phones apps that have podcasts season-long bet update back in episode 40 tony and i did a snake draft that gave each of us six managers within the league and our drafted team's total points output for this year's regular season determines the winner between us tony has the following team the vinegar strokes obviously he would pick me i'm the greatest thing that's ever lived in this league i shave my balls for this too hot to handle tony patriot three penis wine and the eskimo brothers while i have password is taco milford academy pocket dogs murder boners cops lives matter and boner jams oh three tony came into week three with a commanding 232 point lead coming out of week three adding up the scores that we stated earlier the gap has closed to tony being up 89.02 as i have gained 143 points this past week let's take a break to get a word from our sponsors when real americans get hungry they head to the pilgrim's pantry Welcome to the Pilgrim's Pantry! Oh, that family ready to feast? Who are those weird people over there? Oh, fair child. We're Puritans! Those are savages that taught us how to grow food and kept us from dying. After dessert, you can go over there and take some of their land or kill them. Ha ha! Come try the best food this side of Jamestown with authentic first American feasts that include otter steaks, dried fish, and raw turnips. Plus, the kids can put on pilgrim costumes and be part of dinner by strangling a turkey or choking a chicken. Or visit On Circle the Wagons Wednesdays where we brutally slaughter indigenous populations and call it civilization. Hurrah to the Pilgrim's Pantry, where good friends, good values, and hunger are history.
And we're back getting into rants and raves out of week three. Minutes prior to recording this episode, I received a notification that Tony Patriot had posted in our league's Facebook group. Standard Tony though, bitching about the Sacco rules again. He's mad because we won't determine our Sacco solely based off the regular season and claims the worst teams aren't even being punished. What we do and have always done is run around Robin Turney during the fantasy playoffs each year with the teams that don't make the playoffs, essentially making the suck of the suck face each other to figure out who sucks the suck the worst all any manager has to do is win one single game in order for them not to be the sacco in any given year that's it but the thing is is that tony just can't do that even when he has a team that barely misses the playoffs tony will finish a season with two or three more wins than the regular season worst team still finishing himself under 500 then he'll complain because he feels he's so much better than all of them yet he still can't beat them except the results of the season within the rules of the process in which they are determined or stop losing to scrubs tony when you're not the worst of the worst we can have a conversation about it that isn't one way this way of living and dictatorship is what brought the chinese to the powerhouse that they are and it is what we will continue to do here within taco court fantasy football league try not to suck i'll talk to you in the morning when we record the week four preview thank you monday night football was a joke philadelphia eagles are a joke i don't even blame my loss on the fact that cmc tweaked his hammy i don't blame my loss on the fact that robbie anderson had 1.8 points in ppr i don't blame my loss this week on the fact that Tyson Williams got six touches and seven opportunities scoring 2.2 points in PPR against the Lions team that gave up around 45 points to Aaron Flippin Jones the week prior. I blame my loss on the freaking Eagles. But Nate, you don't have any Eagles on your team because you have a brain. Exactly. The Eagles come into Monday night to face the freaking Cowboys team with three of its four starting defensive linemen out and are playing small and terrible across the entire defensive line. They can't stop anything going towards them. Can someone tell Philly that the best player on their entire roster is Miles Sanders? It doesn't matter if the players on offense, defense, special teams, the best player on the entire team is Miles Sanders and everybody except that trash city and the organization knows it. But no, let's try to show the freaking Cowboys that Jalen Flippin' Hurts is better than Dak Prescott with our receivers that are 5'7", 138 pounds with their pads on soaking wet going against 6'2 corners that are 220. Let's give Miles Sanders a total of six opportunities to touch the ball, four targets, six Six rushes, watch him get 55 yards on his five total touches, and continue not to put the ball in the best player's hands against a defensive line that would have had trouble stopping the Jets from running it. So what happens? I have CeeDee Lamb on Monday night, right? Down 11 points and full PPR to too hot to handle. I'm feeling pretty good going into Monday night. I even talked about to Nick about it during work. Yeah, you know, 11 points, what, five for 60? That's all I need, right? That, that seems easy enough for CeeDee Lamb and the Cowboys offense and all that kind of stuff, right? Ugh. First drive, 44-yard bomb to cd lamb that lands him at the one yard line most people that are in that position you're like wow i just got 5.4 points in ppr for my receiver on one play on the first drive of the game but no he gets stopped he lands down at the one yard line and at that point i realized i was not going to win if i were going to win he would have fell into the freaking end zone but no he gets two more targets the rest of the damn game two targets he catches both of them ends up with 66 yards and i lose by two points why because the cowboys didn't need to score because the eagles couldn't use the best player the way the game was scripted and the way they actually had success during the day five touches 55 yards didn't give the guy the ball anymore averaging a first down every touch therefore the cowboys ran the ball 41 times and shoved it down the stupid eagles face giving that dang dalton flipping schultz two touchdowns and the icing on the cake was in the final touchdown in the last minutes of the game where dak has a wide open cd lamb as he's rolling out to the right inside the green zone cd lambs in the end zone waving his arms hey i'm 
I'm wide open. He looks at CD Lamb, shakes him off like he's like he's trying to throw a curveball, not a fastball. And the catcher's just you throw, hey, give me the heater, give me the heat. No, I want the bender, man. And he dumps it off to Dalton Schultz for six. To hell with Nick Sirianni. To hell with the entire city of Philly. To hell with you two, Matt, for supporting them. Cheesesteaks are too damn messy to eat, and they aren't even that good. Anyways, special shout out to all you guys doing your best. Remember writing down all the stuff you do throughout the day. And after you add it up at the end of the night, it'll help you not dwell on the things that you feel like you have shortcomings in. Look around, smile, say hi to people. You walk by, roll your windows down, get the cold air on your face, put the heater on in the car to keep your body warm while you do it. Always dry, wet, dry wipe. And remember that if you have four walls of roof, food at your disposal, you're doing pretty goddamn good. Keep getting better and enjoy the people that are around you. Before we get out of here and hit up Banger of the Week, be sure to go check out Tony's podcast at 58 West King Podcast. That's linked down in the show notes. Check them out on Twitter as well. And check out Champions Dynasty League Podcast. Matt Kendall just put out a couple episodes this week. He actually got Mike Prokop on there to do the recap with him. So it's kind of interesting to learn a little bit about the Pro Copper. I guess the guy's got a like amazing mustache in the cars. He's all on Wisconsin, who, you know, Notre Dame put up 31 points on in the fourth quarter. Anyways, Banger of the Week takes us back to the year 1997. We've already featured this year in a prior episode, so I'm not going to go over the things that happened here. Given the events of the week, this one's for me. Maybe it's because of the Eagles. Maybe it's because Dax threw it to Dalton Schultz and not C.D. Lamb at the end. Maybe it's because of a girl. Maybe it's because CMC is hurt and Clint wouldn't trade me Chubba Hubbard prior to the season started. Who knows? Everything is cryptic. Everything has a meaning. Maybe I'm Illuminati. Maybe I'm a Freemason. Who knows? There she goes by six pence, none the richer. Love ya. Bye.